Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In 2014, a failed stand-up comic entered a contest called The Hunt for the Host. He did not win. Later, he was joined by an underperforming Oregon State fullback with a community college degree. These men, neither having earned the position and possessing no real skills, continue on as radio personalities. If you have nothing better to do on a Saturday morning, and if you can find them, maybe you can hear The Sinner and the Saint. Starring Luke Anderson. We got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of gentlemen's clubs. How oh. do you like those? Oh, hey, I'm ready for Mickey Mouse now. It is now. Devolved into that. And Will Darkens. Ear or eye? Where do you want it? On 1080 The Fan. <laughs> yeah. All right, welcome back in. Hour two. Of the Center and Saint. If you uh, missed anything from hour one, there is a podcast available. It is at a place called 1080thefan.com, brought to you by Les Schwab Tires. Yeah. Watching these videos of animals walking around in the city because nobody's walking around in the city. Are they wild animals? Yeah, in Wales, there's like a massive group of goats that just took over this town and started walking around and eating stuff. That is awesome super cute um if you're listening on your uh am radio or even uh hd2 fm radio uh i should give you a heads up that there is radio.com available on your phone or yes please put device. down your exclusively am radio it doesn't play fm just am you every week you have a hard time believing that this is an actual thing there's no way that there are still just AM radio. 55305. If you're listening on a just AM radio. It can't play FM. Nope, just AM. AM radio uh, listening to this. But you can listen through your desktop, through your smart speaker. All you have to do is go, hey, smart speaker, play 1080 the fan. And it'll play 1080 the fan. And I I don't think you say, hey, smart speaker, but whatever the name of it is. Siri, Alexa, Google. Is it Google? What's Google's called? Does it have a name? Hey, Google. It, you say, hey, Google. That's way smarter, Brainy. Why wouldn't you say, hey, Amazon, play Alexa? That ruined a lot of people's lives, you realize. Well, no, it's actually supposed to humanize it so you feel like you're actually talking to a person. I understand that, oh. but if your name was Alexa, oh. when Amazon said, I see. hey, we're going to name this thing Alexa, that's like, did you know that ISIS is a real girl's name? And then they went, oh, we're just going to abbreviate this into ISIS. This won't ruin anybody's life. Well, and if you're a fan of the show Archer, You'll understand that before ISIS even became a thing, they named the um, antagonist group in the show ISIS. 
That is true. And then they had to have an about face and like slowly quit calling it ISIS <laughs> the next season. <laughs> um, you know, when it wasn't a thing or, you know, when it became a thing. Yeah. Kind of weird. It's yeah, it's super weird. But yeah, so I get that they wanted to humanize it. But yeah, it ruined it ruined girls named Alexa or guys, I guess, named Alexa. It ruined people's lives. Yeah. It's super annoying. And they hate it. It's like having your first name the same as the major character in Star Wars. Yeah. It'd be really annoying. Probably sucked too, like growing up in the eighties and nineties and having that be the case. Yeah. And then uh also if that name happened to be not only the main character in Star Wars, but it also rhymed with puke be annoying i'm guessing i also wanted to say that you can also hear the center in the saint podcast by asking your smart speaker hey alexa can you eat your own tongue wait does it work that way did you no i did ah come on got me all excited uh i i need to mention this uh right here right now sure because it we missed it on the earlier part of our conversation we were discussing the uh, last dance documentary that is the 10 part Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah. It's coming up highly anticipated. I believe it is tomorrow that you can see it. That's correct. That is April 19th. Mm-hmm. It will be available for you to watch. Did you know that there are betting odds for the Jordan documentary? What's the line? Uh, I have seen everything from. Uh, will it win an Emmy? That's stupid. The first person to be shown in the documentary, uh, odds-on favorite Phil Jackson, followed by Scottie Pippen, Kobe Bryant, Dennis Rodman, uh, Magic Johnson, and then Dolores Jordan. Uh, coming in at plus 1,000 is uh, Barack Obama, Steve Kerr on there, Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can bet whether or not the impeachment of Bill Clinton will be mentioned. Uh the game-winning national championship shot will be shown. Now, why would the impeachment of Bill Clinton even be a thing? Because the timeline of Jordan winning championships, uh, Yankees World Series being mentioned. Well, hold on a second. Jordan won his last title in 98, and Clinton didn't even get impeached until later that year. So why it's are they the, even I, mentioning it's, it? That's why you're betting on it. Will they mention it? You're what the gonna say hell no. is wrong with people? Here's, here's, this is so pathetic, dude. Do, you want to hear a good one? Yeah. The, the odds, yes or no, will gambling be mentioned in it? Okay. I will take all the money in that. Odds for yes, minus 200, plus 150 if they don't mention it. Oh, is there a line for uh, the mention of Pee Wee Herman's uh, uh, acceptance speech at the MTV Music Awards in 1993? No, but I just wanted to make sure because I I think that has a lot to do with the Chicago Bulls winning their last title. Will Barack Obama tweet about the documentary? Oh, like live tweet it or just just tweet about it? it. I read it exactly how it says. Will Barack Obama tweet about the documentary? Odds uh, plus 200 for yes. Mm, They got to be more specific about that. Tweet meaning like a standalone tweet or will he like reply to somebody who's like, whoa, Barack, nice job. Homie, I'm just reading what I got in front of you. Uh, Will Space Jam be said or a clip shown? Okay, that's an easy yes. Okay. Uh, will Will LeBron James be seen? Yeah. Will Jordan cry? Uh, oh, like 
Will he Jordan. cry during the filming of it, or will they, they show, show crying him crying? Oh, well, I mean, if they show him... Yeah, I think you need to see Jordan crying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would like to think that you'll probably won't, because I think Jordan, even with this, probably was super, like, anal retentive about what he allowed yeah. to be shown. Like, I'm sure each of the most important people that this documentary is about were shown it before time and been like, hey, is this cool? Can we show this? <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't want to lose access to Michael Jordan. Will the Yankees World Series be mentioned? Okay, why? Timeline, homie. I'm just, I'm reading you. I didn't, I didn't make the list. What did the Yankees World Series have to do with Jordan? Jordan played baseball. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, Will Viagra be mentioned? <laughs> that was a thing in the 90s. <laughs> what they, about Dolly, the sheep that got cloned? Will, they mention will she be mentioned? Nuprin. Remember the headache medicine from there? <laughs> Uh, anyways, I just thought it was funny that you could bet on whether or not gambling would be mentioned in a documentary, which I assume people have seen. <laughs> like, they can't be doing the final edit tonight, but you can go and bet. Maybe this is a desperation of a sports public that needs to bet on something. Maybe this is a fun jab at Jordan's uh, reported gambling woes and troubles uh, that you mentioned earlier. But I did want to bring it up and let you know that if you're needing to bet on something, uh, this is Bet Online. Uh, sportsbettingdime.com is where I'm reading the article from. If you so. need to bet on I something. Just, I, I, yay! I mean, There's if some, this doesn't show you what addiction is, I don't know what One does. of the prop bets is will gambling be said in the documentary. Will they mention Jordan's hole-in-one? I bet that would be a good one. I don't know. How many hole-in-ones do you think Jordan has? I just remember the one he had in the 90s. There you go. Everybody talked about. Jeez. I I just, this is, this is like <laughs> another reason why I really don't like gambling in sports. Well, listen, what are you going to, what are you going to bet on if it's not sports? That's why like, I invented sports. It was sports. a fun side thing to do for a while, but for some reason, everybody's dopamine receptors just got completely burnt out around like the early 2010s. And they were like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just make it like all about gambling. Everything. Everything in sports is about gambling now. It's not about like wins or losses or anything. It's about lines. It's all uh, just making money. You're making a lot of general assumptions right now, so we will uh, move on from That's that. What the show is, bruh. Uh, got a job for you uh, that makes a million dollars over six weeks. Joe Buck already turned it down. Uh, if you got the same offer, would you take it? Um, what is the Korean baseball league doing to make uh return to play safer? And how the hell can you have baseball without it? Um, and Anthony Davis house is up for sale. All of those things next center and Saint on 1080 the fan. This morning, so a year ago, if you told me somebody putting their house up for sale meant that they were leaving in free agency, I wouldn't have believed you. Cause I didn't believe it with Tom Brady, but for all you Lakers fans out there, uh, Anthony Davis is gone. You better hope they come back and play this year because Anthony Davis just put his $7.995 million home up for sale ahead of his 2020 free agency. So just a heads up, he's going to Brooklyn to play with KD and uh, and Kyrie. And so you can kiss any chance of a championship goodbye if they don't finish the 2020 season. I wouldn't have thought that he'd be one of those guys. Like, because you're saying he could, he could just be selling this. I don't know if it's Brooklyn. <laughs> That's me just spitballing. Well, but let's Wouldn't be honest. Be Where else would he go, really? I don't know. Golden State? No. Not yeah. going to go there. All right. I, they, they, I don't think they can pay him. 
Why not? They don't have anybody else on their roster left. Well, aren't they still paying Steph? Sure, and Clay. Clay. Yeah, whatever. He'll play for nothing. Yeah, that, dude. If you want a championship, that's a pretty good place to go. So is he going to be another uh, douche and take a pay cut to win and then uh, basically be we, looked at as not winning a title? Which, by the way, Kevin Durant has won zero titles. Where does... <laughs> Where does he go if if he leaves after forcing his way out of uh, of New Orleans, mm. demanding that he leave there? If he ends up leaving L.A., where does he go where he doesn't look like a douche? Hmm. I don't know where he's from, but hometown team, does that give you a little mm-hmm. bit more? Like LeBron well, going back to Cleveland? I mean, um, you should flip that question and say, where doesn't he go? Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, he could go to it. any team yeah, except for maybe, like, I would say four teams where he wouldn't look like a complete D. So Portland, he would look good. Yeah, of course. He's, from, Chi- Portland, he's from Chicago. So if he goes if to, he went to Chicago, okay. if you, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you went to Miami. Yeah. I mean, even Miami, maybe you would look kind of bad, but then people would just be like, oh, no, like, that's the missing piece. Like, yeah. that's good. Because Miami is just good enough in the East that, like, they're one – missing piece away i can think of three teams maybe it would be golden state brooklyn and if for some weird reason he went to milwaukee because everybody would trash on him because they'd be like oh great two twin towers what if he gets back to new orleans (laughs) that would be awesome (laughs) that would just be super awesome. so just those three teams that you have on the list where it would be uh, i can't think of any others really that's fair brooklyn would be yeah, Brooklyn would be the douchiest. I mean, if yeah, he went Brooklyn to the Knicks, it would just kind of be like, okay, let's yeah, see what happens. Yeah, he would play in New York and see what happens. Okay, fair enough. Um, Philly, maybe? He'd uh, kind of yeah. look douchey. But then, in that case, it would just kind of be like, okay, well, if you get Anthony Davis, that means they probably have to drop Ben Simmons Yeah. because they won't be able to pay him later, and there's no point. You might as well get value out of him. So maybe he wouldn't look that douchey because it would be him and Embiid. Sure, fair enough. I don't know. That's an interesting proposition because really it is weird that he is LA, selling. The Lakers would have been, is one of those teams where you're yeah. like, oh, if he goes to the Lakers, that'd be terrible. But he technically got traded to the Lakers. Yeah. So if he bounces in free agency, anywhere that you go that isn't the Lakers actually makes you look better. Like he's like, I'm going to go to Phoenix. Now again. Yeah, that would be sweet. I think it would be cool if he went somewhere like that. I don't know why more NBA players who are in positions where they clearly are not going to win a national or uh, win an NBA title in their career, um, yeah. Anthony Davis, he will never <laughs> win an NBA title. Uh, Damian Lillard, never win an NBA title. I don't know why they don't just like say like, hey, let's mix it up. Let me go to a different city and see what happens. Like Phoenix. Yeah, let's go to Phoenix. See what go. that's like. All Who right. cares? I'm getting paid an S10 and I get to do what I love. So I don't care. Cool. So you're, you're, you're all for it. He's leaving Los Angeles. So I guess that, that realization makes me just go, Oh yeah, he's leaving LA. Who cares? Good. I guess it's kind of, I should be thinking the same way for Tom Brady. Hey, he left New England. Great. New England won't be as good. Awesome. If, well, if, so did he buy a new home yet? No, he's just shopping. I, it's just one well, of those stories weird, that scare people. Yeah. Well, you sell your home without buying well, one. It's, it's for sale. It's for sale. He hasn't sold it yet. Mm. Um, all right. Do you want to talk a little Korean baseball? Well, it depends. Are you talking about uh, Shohei Otani? Uh, he's Japanese. Okay. So I think you know where I am on this. Yes. You want to talk Korean baseball. So around the world, sports leagues have been shut down. It's not just here in the U.S. 
So the Korean baseball uh, season is is trying to get started. So uh, they're going to open in May. They're going to try to play their full 144-game schedule. But they have put out their list of rules and restrictions now that we're playing in a world of COVID-19. And here are the things. This one, I do not know how you can make this happen in baseball, but they're saying spitting will be strictly prohibited. Isn't that illegal in Brazil? Is it really? I think, I know there's like some country where you can't spit or it's like really frowned upon. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess culturally, I don't know what spitting is like in Korea, but I'm just picturing American baseball going, dude, like guys spit between every practice swing, every at bat, every pitch. Spit in the dirt, kick it with your cleat. And then you get in your uh, ready position at shortstop. That's how I played baseball. Well, doesn't that mean you're going to have to gut your chew? Yeah, no chew, no sunflower seeds. I was I was a seed guy. I'd go with the uh, David's Barbecue. or the, Yeah. Sit out there at shortstop. Go their whole bag in a game and doubleheader for sure. Did you ever have David's uh, pizza flavor? I tried the pizza flavor. Ranch is okay. Ranch is great. It just cut, you know, it's the same problem with every sunflower seed that is flavored. It cuts your mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd have that raw. Mm. I'd go go switch innings. I could go uh, either cheek. Pretty good with that. Wow. Yeah, I know. I was talented. I was talented. Good to you, Mr. uh, Mr. Big Cheek Guy. In my uh, championship softball run, uh, I I was a switch hitter. I I played uh, fast pitch softball left-handed. I remember. Then you had to quit because you got an old man injury. Oh, no, no, that was co-ed softball. <laughs> Talking about fast pitch. Talking about my uh, fast pitch girls softball championship. Not my co-ed old manager, which wasn't an old, it was just, I. Dude, you totally got an old man injury. No, 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 no. I always had a different old man injury. That's the difference. Uh, hamstring was always popping. Uh, always had shoulder issues. Uh, my thumb in my glove hand, like oh the, uh, yeah. The, the, it's like the oldest oh, old man injury ever. Something really weird and obscure. Yeah. Uh, oh, my thumb's busted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just the the joint, like the index finger and the thumb joint where you would catch the ball. If you caught the ball low. Mm. Yeah. Those would get all stretched. I had, I had every conceivable old man injury playing co-ed softball, but my fast pitch girls softball days i was healthy i was spry it's quite good so spitting strictly prohibited barehanded handshakes high fives will be discouraged sorry uh, barehanded barehanded you still do it if you're wearing your batting glove apparently you're good to go okay because you can't spit on your batting gloves anymore so that's that's safe okay contact with outside visitors uh, to be minimized players must have their temperature temperature taken twice before games and fill out a daily health questionnaire. Uh, masks strongly recommended in the clubhouse and stadiums during games. So you can mm-hmm. see guys, they don't have to do it on the field of play, but anywhere off the field wearing masks. Would it be super bizarre to go to the plate wearing a mask? Be kind of cool. Right. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Or pitch. I always think it's kind of cool when they have the uh, protective layer. Yeah. Why not? That's not a bad idea. I can kind of picture that. Okay. Uh, umpires prohibited from making physical contact with players. Umps, teams, employees traveling with the team required to wear masks and gloves. Hmm. There you go. You have it. The Korean Baseball League has made sports safe again. We can get back to all sports. What I would say is that this is very, uh, you know, 
this is very indicative of how kind of far behind we are right now in the United States. Okay. I, I mean, I, I hate to turn this into a USA bashing session, but like, <laughs> but dude, I'm gonna, but dude, like how many people can actually get tests for this thing? Oh, in this country? Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. Like it's really bad. It's really bad that like, we're talking about opening the country up and like, we haven't, you know, had a plan in place where maybe we have some government officials stand at the front door of, you know, major office buildings or major structures in cities with a temperature gun, maybe just analyzing people saying like, well, you don't look very well. You know, can you step aside for a minute? Yeah. The temperature. It's like, gate, you know what? Yeah. I think just open the day, open it up. Everybody get on out there. Uh, Sneeze, cough, could poop, you, don't wash your hands. Could you imagine if they reopened this office, but said you couldn't spit? I mean, who would even come in? Wait, it's true. Yeah. I do love spitting in here. <laughs> it's great. That's why I had to change out this mic filter, because you know anything swag uh, talks into is just damp afterwards. Yeah, he does, he removes his own uh, windscreen when he leaves, which I appreciate. Thank a, goodness. A great deal. And I've got my brand new one. I think it looks pretty good. I've already got some, uh, you know. Uh, some beard. Beard dandruff on there, and it's all ready to go. beard crap. Yeah, my crusties. Why haven't you shaved your beard? You know they're advising for people to shave their beards, right? No, that's new. I've not heard that. You know what I do? Hmm. I wash it. Take, uh, you know, soap and shampoo. Put it in there. Do you have beard shampoo? No, I don't. Specifically for your beard? No, I looked into it, and then I went, nah, I'm good. I just use the regular uh, two-in-one head and shoulders that I use on my, my head hair. Use it on my face hair. Works just fine. You get dandruff? Yeah, I get dandruff worse in my beard than I do in my hair. I don't know why. Couldn't tell you, but there you go. Now you know something new about me. Why don't you, you just know. drink more water? Mm, hadn't considered that. That's what that's what dandruff is, really. It's your body's response to dehydration. There's water flaking. There's water in beer, right? <laughs> oh, what Fred house are you in? <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, uh, beer me. All right, uh, your your Joe Buck update. Uh, he is doing commentary from home. Uh, we'll see if you will take the job that he turned down. And then uh, uh, the top ten players to not play in the NBA, if you would want any of those guys on your team. The list is not as great as you think. Um, we'll do that next after this Sports Center update. So we will uh, we're talking about uh, the G League and the uh, pro path availability now that uh, high school students have instead of going to college for one year and uh, making a mockery of uh, higher education and all those kids that go to actually get an education just show up on campus and, uh, you know, do the Ben Simmons things where it's like, yeah, I'm not going to really try, and then I'll probably get hurt, and then I'll probably take the first year off when I get to the NBA. Uh, Now they have an option. Just go play professional basketball here in the United States. Right. I wanted to bring you the list of the top 10 players to skip college basketball. Okay. And, and straight, do what? Go straight to the NBA. Okay. Now, uh, I just want to make sure that the list you're telling me are kids that skipped college basketball or any transfer program to go to the NBA. Is that right? Like the, literally they were in high school and then like a year later they were in the NBA. Okay, so a handful of Americans have already taken the path from high school directly to the NBA. Here's the list of the top ten. Let's hear them. Okay. Okay. I don't think it's going to be as spectacular as you think. Number ten, Yeah. Rashard Lewis. Okay, I don't don't remember. (laughs) 
Number nine, Tyson Chandler. Remember him doing that. Well, I'm telling you right now that he did. Yeah. It's on this list. I'm not okay, going to cool. question this list. Okay. You say great player? Tyson Chandler? Yeah. Eh, great's relative. I mean, he was on an NBA title winning team. He's on so. a top 10 list. Number eight, Blazers took Jermaine O'Neal. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not great for the team that drafted him. Uh, also, uh, Tyson Chandler taken by the Bulls. Uh, Amari Stoudemire. Mm-hmm. Tracy McGrady. Mm-hmm. Now we're starting to get in some talent here, huh? Yeah. Number five is Dwight Howard. Yeah. Is this an endorsement for or against? Do, here's a question. Dwight Before, Howard had a great career. It just crapped out at the end. I, I know, mean, but, but yeah. here's the thing is none of these guys would have benefited from a year of college. Uh, your top four, Moses Malone, mm-hmm. Kevin Garnett, mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James. Right. So bottom half of the list, I was like, oh. I thought there would be more more dudes on this list. Right. And there's really not. But it's it's also they're not they don't have NBA careers where you look back and go, oh, man, if you went to college, there's no benefit in my mind of taking that year. Totally. Go, Which is why I would say just eliminate just the rule. Stop all of it. Yeah. Stop it. Just look. If they want to go from high school, let them do it. Okay. But that one year you give them, I'm sorry. I know the NBA is very good at promoting stuff. And relative to other professional sports leagues in the United States, they're pretty organized. But this one year that you have them float before going into the league, I'm kind of predicting to be a disaster because you're going to put them around less than savory people. You're just going to. What do you think the G League is? It's a bunch of rejects trying to collect checks. Yeah, That's what it is. No, it's guys that are trying to hang on to their career. Oh, yeah, and that's real inspiring. Why wouldn't it be? Like, are you really telling me that the G League? I'm playing with AJ over here. He could barely afford gas money to get to the stadium. The G League is guys that are just like, oh, he'd be on a roster if, you know, he didn't have all those felonies. Like, what do you think unsavory characters running around the G League? It's Look, guys that have professional basketball aspirations that may not have the talent of the guys playing on the top of the roster. Like, a guy like Caleb Swanigan that has bounced back and forth between that. He's an unsavory dude. That's why he can't hang on to an NBA roster. Give He's an unsavory dude in terms of putting him around somebody who has mass potential. I'm sorry, but if Jalen Green is the type of player that we're all talking him up to be, oh, sure. he's number one in the country, oh, he could have done this. Put him on the roster. Dude, put him in there right now I, and slowly integrate him. Don't put him in an in-between program where you have dudes that don't have the aspirations he have and, frankly, don't give an ass about him or their team. Dude, they just care about getting the F out of there. No, he's playing with a bunch of second-round draft picks. That's what he's doing. Uh, he's playing with guys that are that are better than what he's going to be playing against in college on a day-to-day basis, guys that don't even have NBA futures. I, I just can't understand how you are on the side of – Yes, they should be able to go straight from college to the or from high school to the NBA, but somehow one year in the G League, which is controlled by the NBA, mm-hmm. is going to just ruin them for their NBA futures. Any worse than going to college and finding, you know, whatever they want to do for trouble there because they have this insular bubble that they roll around in where they're probably getting paid and they can do whatever they want. Right. God, it must suck to be on national TV a bunch. And then prep major advertisers to get, uh, sign you to endorsement deals. But for the NBA, isn't this great? They could sign an endorsement right now. No, they couldn't. Well, Who the hell's going to sign this guy? Dude, his agent. His agent. They haven't seen him. T- they haven't seen him play on national TV. And whatever deals he does get, if he's a bust, they're gone. Yeah, except for and his- most endorsement deals that get signed for guys that aren't proven are incentive based. So if this guy sucks, 
they pretty much wrote a bunch of paperwork for no point. Dude, Jalen Green's agent is the same agent that handled LeBron James transition. You don't think he's going to get this guy some money. I, I, I'm just saying, man, I think in college you afford yourself the ability to have free press. I, you are, like you said, insulated in a situation where all they want to do is make you look amazing and make the college look amazing. And you build this legacy, if it's even for just one year. We still talk about Anthony Davis at Kentucky. Do we? We still do. Yes, we do. Yes, he's part of the one-and-done movement. (laughs) You still associate what Calipari does, which Calipari pretty much is Kentucky basketball, with what Anthony Davis did there in one season. I think if you go into this G League, you literally get forgotten for one year. And if you don't even live up to maybe a tenth of what your potential was going to be once you get into the league, dude, you gone. You ain't going to last long. You're going to go back to the G League. Dude. And that's where you're going to spend the better part of your career. I, I think it's 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 it, it is survival of the fittest. Dude, I think you're afraid 18, of the unknown. I'm just saying, if you want to be at 18, I'm not scared of the unknown cuz I'm saying if you're at 18 and you're graduating high school, face it up, dude. Get drafted, go onto the roster, and see if you're that good. Well, yeah, if but the, the NBA argument doesn't is that allow college it. isn't going to do you any good, then what is this G League going to do that's any good for you? That just not getting onto an NBA roster. You would. just you have to spend a year outside of the NBA between high school. It's the dumbest rule in sports. Yeah, and you should be able to go straight in. I totally agree with that, but I just can't get my head around the idea that it's going to ruin anybody. Aaron Gordon is the guy's name that is the agent. Uh, he represented um, Dwight Howard and LeBron James in the transition from high school to the NBA. Okay, so 50 50. <laughs> 50-50. Whatever. But I don't know, man. For the NBA, though, I think the idea of getting uh, somebody to actually put eyes on the G League, if they were playing a G League game and you knew that two top five prospects were going to be playing head-to-head against each other in a G League game, I think people would go out in their city and watch that game if they were allowed to because the pandemic was over. Mm, right. And being forgotten by the Will Darkens of the worlds for a year is not going to mean that NBA executives are going to go, hey, what happened to that kid that, uh, you know, he was a top high school prospect last year? Oh, dude, you didn't hear? He went to the developmental program that is associated with our team. Oh, I didn't know that because I only watch college basketball. That's where I find all of my player recruitment info. I think he's fine. I, I, I think what you risk is becoming completely anonymous no that is impossible wouldn't you the want G it? league nobody's looking at the g league yet they sign guys from g league rosters all the time the guy will become anonymous to who uh, to fans who cares if he shows up and who he cares it, yes I, Luka I Doncic, gonna, nobody I, knew who he was and when he got to the nba and became a triple double machine people went oh this guy's really good if he ended up being dude, terrible he would have become anonymous because he was getting talked about in europe yes and he was getting drafted in the top five of the nba draft and then turned out to be awesome people would have forgotten about him very quickly if he got drafted that high and was bad people forget about where's jabari parker right now because he went to college and he was great remember he was going to be the next no he wasn't and again <laughs> i i said this at the, the very start of the I show know, but he got all the hype Where's he at? You said it. You said exactly what he went to college. He came out with a ton of hype for whatever reason. Here he comes. Again, that kind of proves back to my point in that even though you kind of suck, which you did suck, sir, Jabari (laughs) Parker, in your one year at Duke, you still got a high draft pick and you got to go. Yeah, he'll be. I would rather take that route than going to the G League 
having a bunch of NBA pros who, by the way, can have access to you anytime you want to expose you anytime they want because, you know, hey, there's a lot of money writing on you. Yeah. And then see where you suck and go, yeah, drop him. Yep. yep. I don't care. Yeah. That's wouldn't good. you want to get exposed to, wouldn't you want to get exposed, say, somebody like Anthony Bennett, get drafted first, get an S ton of money, and then peace out, get more than $500,000, which, by the way, if you think that guy's going to spend it responsibly, uh, uh, good luck. All right. Well, proving once again that you are a crazy person. Uh, let's get into what to watch. Ah! <laughs> we will do that next. It's the Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore Showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel. Avid television viewer, Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. Are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint. On 1080 The Fan. I'll tell you what to watch. Uh, at the bottom of the article I was looking at on Jalen Green, they had a bunch of his high school highlights and AAU highlights, which most of them AAU, by the way. I don't even know what high school he plays for. That guy's going to be fine wherever he plays basketball. Now, that- I remember them saying that about Andrew Wiggins. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do, uh, actually. Sorry, uh, let's do you want me to pull up real quick how much uh, Andrew Wiggins is worth. He's making a lot of money to play okay. basketball. I don't care about that. <laughs> Don't matter to me. I don't care. I don't, yeah. I don't care about the purity of the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure you do. Uh, yeah, let's see. $35 million contract. Yeah, he's he's doing fine. He's doing fine. $35 million? 27. His net worth right now is $27 million with he's got uh, a ton of money left on his contract. And we'll hang around in the NBA for quite a while. But that's because he went to college. Okay. Uh, Will, Will, what are you watching uh, in in your stay home, stay safe days? Uh, Well, you know that I'm just going to continue (laughs) my uh, aggressive aggressive viewing of Too Hot to Handle, Netflix's new reality TV show. How many episodes do you have in this program? I got one. I no, no. How many oh, are I'm there? Oh, I'm sorry. How many in the uh, in the program? I don't know. I have to look. Uh, over under the end of the weekend before you're done watching it. Uh oh, over. Oh yeah. It's gonna take a while. You'll you'll do the slow drip. You don't you don't get hooked into the binge watching. I only binge watch things where like I gotta know what happens next. Like I know what's gonna happen in this. This is just this awesome program to watch to turn my brain off. Yeah. Like um. What was it? Uh, the Outsider on HBO. Oh yeah, you watched that pretty quickly. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really great because I literally didn't know what was going to happen next. Okay. Here, I'm pretty sure all these people are going to have sex. Like, but they're not allowed to. Well, but that's I think rule. that's the point of the show is that like, <laughs> hey, we're going to put all these sexy hot people in bathing suits on an island. There's a hundred k at at stake, but like, they're too stupid to know like a hundred thousand dollars is 
like a lot of money. <laughs> They're just going to do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Don't you love television? This is what it's reduced to. Remember one of the first original programmings was like, I love Lucy or the Honeymooners. Mm, okay. You know? No. Like, like that had heart to it. Okay. This is, there's no heart to television anymore. This is literally like television executives going, how can I as fast as possible get to the basic animal instinct of viewers who want sex, hot people, and money? Yeah. Let's and we put can- a bunch of hot people who can't right, have sex guys, on an island guys. and give them money. I think I figured it out. You know how we can't show porn? Yeah. Okay. So here's the idea. What are the things that you like about porn the most? The sex. Okay. Forget about the sex because we can't do that. What what other elements of porn do you like? The dialogue. The dialogue? No, okay. That's probably not what I think. We like hot people having sex. What if we do everything but? That's the catch is they actually can't have sex. So it's like porn without the sex. It's like a non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> it's O'Doul's. O'Doul's. It's the O'Doul's of Create TV. all the tension. Create all the tension right before. It's that right before moment. It's the dialogue. Yeah. Um, you got to watch it. I, watch it with the kids. It's good family right, stuff. I'll get the kids. I'll get the kids involved. Uh, the three-year-olds will like that. I did watch Onward. Did you watch Onward? What's that on? Disney Plus uh, released it. It's the new Pixar film. Watch that with the kids. Hmm. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Hmm. I thought it was uh, delightful to... Uh, Elves, it's a it's a fanciful world. Elves and unicorns or whatever, but they all got lazy and stopped using magic because somebody invented a light bulb. Now oh, was it? Uh, it was Chris Pratt, right? He's one of the voices. Yeah, yeah. he's one of the voices. Uh, it was delightful. So if you do have children, you haven't watched it on uh, Disney Plus, released early for these trying times. Mm. Yeah. So it's my recommendation. Uh, how excited are you for the Jordan documentary? So so oh you did, I don't did we mention this on the air or did you just mention this during the break? The, oh I, I yeah go ahead. Bleacher Report uh, sent you an update saying Jordan had final cut on everything yeah. for this documentary. Yes. So this will be a Jordan-approved Jordan documentary. This will be will not a Jordan be, joint. Not be the one that you want to see, which is like the, all right, we're all going to miss Michael Jordan. He was a great man. Uh, all right, time to release the dirt on, on Jordan, which is right. Like it's the release of the JFK tapes that everybody's anticipating, which is, all right, what really happened with Michael Jordan? We don't have that. This is Jordan-approved documentary how excited are you for it to be airing on espn tomorrow night uh it mixes two of my favorite things which are nostalgic sports moments and tv the 1990s (laughs) 1990s sports was effing awesome it was awesome you had the cowboys you had the chicago bulls you had michael jordan you had sampras it was the s and if you're a, a stupid mariners fan you had ken griffey jr a stupid Mariners fan. Stupid. That was a great time to be a Mariners fan because you had uh, you had A Rod uh, coming up in the late '90s. You had Randy Johnson uh, in the uh, the new look Mariners uniforms that were so dope when they came out sleeveless in the Northwest Green and Navy. Man, those teams were awesome. Uh, hey, right here on the fan. Too bad you suck now. Yeah, we're the worst. Um, well, at least they canceled baseball. <laughs> That's the one good thing for Mariners fans. At least baseball's canceled for now. We're uh, undefeated. Right after this program is over, 2015 Rose Bowl. This is the college football playoff edition, Oregon versus Florida State. 
You don't want to listen into that. These have been really entertaining. I, I'm, I've been hooked on the OSN classics. Uh, also, uh, tomorrow at 11, you're going to get the Pac-12 tournament semifinals, Oregon versus Utah, and you get a Seahawks classic. How about this? 1983 Seattle Seahawks versus Miami Dolphins divisional round playoff game. Seahawks first ever playoff win. I actually really want to listen to this because I want to hear what a sports broadcast on radio was like in the 80s. Yeah, so do I. Sounds awesome. So anyways, you can tune in at one right here on the fan. Uh, That is available for you tomorrow. uh, But stay tuned right here for the 2015 Rose Bowl. Are we done, Will? Yeah. All right. Well, everybody have a wonderful weekend. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.